0: Quantum Alchemy Radio, where a new perspective is a new reality. One slight shift. Imagine that one slight shift in perception can cause our perspective to become a new reality. Why not you? Why not now? Join us.
1: listeners and welcome to quantum alchemy radio and yes we are now all over the world Yugoslavia recently we'll have to check in with our co-host Ruth um, as to just some of the recent ones we're just all over all over the world now and it's just such a great feeling and I thank you so much for that Today is going to be pretty exciting because we're talking about a subject that's really all of us, and it is, I want to know what love is. I want to know what love is. Okay, so I can't sing. All right, all right. (laughs) So let's jump across the pond and see if Ruth is there. Ruth, are you there? Are you swimming, or where are you, hanging on the side?
2: I'm just hanging out here on the beach, just looking across the pond that you, waving. Can you see me waving?
1: Hi. <laughs> Hi. It, well, it is an absolutely gorgeous day here in Arizona. Uh, sweet, sweet, beautiful, beautiful day. Um, I'm real happy about today, Ruth, because it is, I think, a question that's in all of our minds, is I want to know what love is. I want to know what love is. So we're going to open up, Ruth and I, around a dialogue around that topic, and then we're going to roll into coaching and let's let's move some energy, let's shift some perspectives in that coaching. If not, then Ruth and I will continue the dialogue. We have lots of reference material for you. So anything you want to add to that? And also, Ruth, you know, a couple of the new, um, you know, the new different locations in the world where people are listening. I believe Yugoslavia was one of them.
2: Um, Not Yugoslavia. I think you're confusing Yugoslavia with the... Oh, the Czech Republic. We do have the Czech Republic. But in addition to that, we now also have Romania and uh, Bulgaria. We already have Serbia. So we've got a lot more of the Eastern European countries listening, which is really wonderful. And uh, we've also got Sweden and the Netherlands, which is Holland. So we've got a lot of new countries this week. Fantastic.
1: That's very exciting. And what that speaks... Too for me personally, Ruth, is that we really are, as a humanity, we really are, Ruth, opening up to the collective consciousness, and we're just even more coming together. No doubt in my mm-hmm. mind about that. It's showing up in things like radio shows, protests, I mean, everybody's supporting everybody now. It's, it's a really good feeling. So today's topic, I want to know what love is. Any any thoughts on that? Should we go to our Wikipedia friend and see what's there? The base from which to go from. As everyone has their own interpretation of what love is,
2: that's right. That's right. And it's such a vast subject that it can be approached from like a diamond. It can be approached from many, you know, many facets. It depends on which face of of love we want that we want to look at. But um, yeah, sure. I, I mean, Wikipedia just. And incidentally, as well, which was I think was really interesting. Apparently, you know, people say that love is the most googled word. So of course, I just went along and googled love and got 1, 1,830 million results. You know, Google is a search <laughs> engine. So you, you type a word in and it gives you it searches and it gives you the results. So 1,830 million results for the word love on Google. Um, But Wikipedia comes up top, top result on Google, and it says love refers to a variety of different feelings, states and attitudes that ranges from interpersonal affection, as in I love my mother, to pleasure, as in I loved that meal. It can refer to an emotion of a strong attraction and personal attachment. It can also be a virtue representing human kindness, compassion, and affection. Quote, the unselfish, loyal, and benevolent concern for the good of another, end quote. It may also describe compassionate and affectionate actions towards other humans, oneself or animals. So that's what Wikipedia has to say about love.
1: I think that's very um,
2: succinct.
3: Mm.
1: You know, in in describing, I mean, I, I simply say in my world, what is love? Love is a feeling. It's love simply. It is a feeling. And it is a feeling that results from, in this situation, higher thought. For me, love in my world, love is higher thought about a person, a place, or a situation And when we move into higher thought, something feels good, and that's love. Mm -hmm. And for myself personally, one of the indicators when I'm not in love or the feeling state of love is I don't feel good. And when I don't feel good, I go right back and take a look at what are my thoughts, what am I thinking, because what I'm thinking is what I'm feeling. My thoughts are creating that feeling. The feeling comes as a result. So if I feel like crap, and sometimes I do, then my thoughts usually are crappy. (laughs) Does that make sense?
2: (laughs) It does, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that was really, that was awesome. Anything else, Ruth?
2: Well, just to just to follow on from last week's show, that's, that that song that you uh, you um, led us in with this week, I want to know what love is. And last week <laughs> I thought it was by Brian Adams, and apparently it's not. It's by uh, a a band called Foreigner, and they were a bit of a one-hit wonder. I think that, that was their main hit, and then I think they had another couple of hits that weren't quite as big as that, and then kind of drifted off the scene. So that was a band called Foreigner. So I just want to correct that in case foreigners are sitting at home listening to Quantum Alchemy Radio and getting upset. <laughs> we sound that, not Brian Adams. <laughs> Could be hanging out listening to us, you never know. And if you are, by the way, join us in the future and sing it live for us. We'd love that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. So, yeah, so so what more, Ruth? Do, Ru, do you have any personal thoughts or... Anything you want to add about, for you, I want to know what love is. Where where are you, even with that statement? What does it mean to you?
2: I can really relate to what you say as love being a feeling. Um, Yeah, say
1: more about that. But but Ruth, Ruth, it's unique to each of us. So uniquely for you, what might it look like that causes you to have a feeling?
2: It's a warmth. I always there's, 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 there's temperature for me in love. There's warmth for me. Where there's a lack of warmth, there's a lack of a lack of love. And I, I, the reason I'm stumping a bit is because I'm remembering a coaching session from many many years ago when you were coaching me, and you asked me something about. Fear. I don't know if we were talking about dying or what. And I said, it's just so. What would be what would be the worst thing for me would be if everything was just cold and just black and just nothing. And that that, that to me is a total absence of love. Okay. So so when there is love there, there's light and uh, but also warmth. It's a very warm feeling. So when I I know when I'm feeling love because I feel a I feel a warmth. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely,
1: absolutely. Mm. I'm just thinking about it, I'm thinking. Of, I don't know why I'm thinking about cinnamon buns and a delicious cup of coffee on a very cold day. <laughs> it's a warmth. It's a, It's an aroma. <laughs> yeah. It is so. Let's let's jump in again. You know, for listeners calling in, and it can be on coaching on anything personal or business. It doesn't have to remain to the topic. A little bit about Ruth. You know, just a little bit because you know we've done a couple so far. Maybe just a little bit. I'd like to jump in a little bit around unwavering strength, and cause I. I want to weave in and out of today's show. A, you know, this is not a word that I that I use a lot, but a remarkable woman, a remarkable woman who will be sharing her story on the Unwavering Strength Radio Show, and her name is Silka Need. I'm saying her last name right, Silka Need. And she's a co-author in the Unwavering Strength book series, a remarkable story. And the title of her chapter is Escape from Behind the Iron Curtain. And it is a child's version, a child's perspective of what went on in their escape. And their escape attempt. Fantastic. And listening to that Mm Ruth, I heard, heard, and felt so many versions of what love is. Even if it wasn't recognized as love, I saw so much love. So I'm really excited about that. So... Let's take a moment, um, Ruth, and reference that story a little bit, um, you know, her mother and her father, and she just was a young girl in, in around 13, and that her mother and father absolutely were deferring to Soka, in other words, respecting Soka as a, as a child, an adolescent child, where she was in the idea and whether or not she wanted to actually escape, which required great courage and strength. And they had to swim across a river and not get caught and eh, amazing. But what really stood out for me, Ruth, is how much the mother and the father really were showing great love. And in this case, great love was great respect and space that what would have, you know, became, and it seems as though they were very aware that they were about to to impose, if they did not ask and gain her agreement, a life long memory that could define the rest of her life and they checked in with her every step of the way and and in that moment ruth in this moment that's my idea of love of a higher mind and higher thought anything to say about that ruth
2: it's beautiful on you, yes. I, mean, I think of the Dalai Lama talking about having an altruistic goal, you know, the highest goal, and that really is uh, love in action. It just fits in exactly with the the Wikipedia definition there that where it can describe uh, unselfish, loyal, and benevolent concern for the good of another. So they were completely right. um, unselfish and loyal in, in the way they approached the whole... Um, a plan the whole strategy. They were they were completely loyal to her and caring about her and considerate yes. of her in in consulting yes. her in the whole yes. process.
1: Yes, you know you just said a word. Um, I just wanted to say a little bit about that word before we move into a thirty minute promo on how people connect with me, and then we can open up the coaching lines. You said the word altruistic Ruth. And I remember as a teenager in high school, many, many comments, ah, oh, you're so altruistic, you know, in a negative way. And I, I never really understood what that meant. You know, and now that I understand it, I can absolutely stand it and say, I am absolutely altruistic. I was born that mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But not so good in, in you know, the earlier grades of high school of it being a positive act. So here we go, into a promo, folks. This is 30 seconds of info on how you can connect with me.
4: Here we go, Ruth. And you can listen to Anya's interview with Silken Need next month in Unwavering Strength in Clear Light Quantum Alchemy, episode number 24.
0: When, if, you are really ready for a quantum leap in your life, Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, or relationally, visit Anya Visionary Intuitive Coaching and Consulting. Anya I'll see you there.
1: Are you ready? Mm-hmm. And yes, listeners, I invite you. It's it's my great pleasure to do the work that I do. I invite you to check everything out on the website. It's all there. Include all the links, including all the links, you know, that will give you the information that we have on each radio show. And just would, would love to have a connection from you. Really appreciating that. So Ruth, shall we go ahead and open up the coaching lines and see if anyone's there? If not, we have lots to
2: dialogue about. Yeah, okay. The first person, uh, the last four digits of your phone number are 9370.
1: 9370, you're live on
5: the air with Anya. Hi, this is Anya. Uh-huh. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hello, this is Willie. It's hard. How are you doing?
1: Hey, doing really good, Will. What are you
5: up to uh, today, Will. <laughs> um, just uh, enjoying the show. I just called in and I love the topic. Um I wanna know what love is. Oh, that is so amazing. And
3: yeah,
5: yeah. um one of the things uh is that you know it when you see it. And Ooh.
1: Uh, we gotta write that down as a quote, Ruth. What I want to know what love? Did. You know it when you see it. Oh, isn't that the truth, Will? Awesome.
5: <laughs> oh yes, and I mean, um, love cares. Love will cultivate and go out the way to value uh, you as the individual value what you think. Uh appreciate uh, what you have to off- offer.
1: Yeah.
5: And you don't see that too often. Um yeah. a lot of people yeah. have hidden agendas but when when you run into individuals that can I would say love you no matter what.
1: Oh my! Oh, my heart is just oh. oh. I'm back with the, the the coffee and the warm piece of cinnamon muffin or roll, and I'm tasting the deliciousness of what you're saying. Will it's so absolutely true and so spiritually elegantly said by you, absolutely. And Will, can you tell me where in your life did you recognize? Did it,
5: did you know it when you saw it? Will, where did you recognize it? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, from my parents. There uh-huh. was there was no one. They didn't have a status or a past or a mistake that my parents did not love. They uh-huh. loved in spite of. And a lot, I saw a lot of people lives change because of those loving actions. Mhm. Mhm. Uh-huh.
1: Yes. 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 Yes will. And will and I, I, what you're saying is absolutely so so beautiful. And so Right on. And so on that note, listeners, I just want to come in with a question, a statement, all of it, and and hang in here with me, Will. Uh, I want to jump in and say what if, just what if, and, and Will is raising our consciousness in what he's presented so far, what if we were here to discover what love is? What if we are the ones, that are uniquely molding it and shaping it for our own unique life so that love becomes exactly what we need in the moment. Because we could ask the same question, I want to know what love is, and, and have Will step to the side for a moment and ask another person, they would have a different answer of what love was for them so so with that idea, will love feels to me malleable, like it will change its shape for you. It could be a penny that you find in your in your most desperate financial moment, and you take that as a sign, yes, something's coming my way. And you're just holding that pen penny coin in your pocket going, I just love this penny. I mean, you're you're making it become something that you need uniquely in the moment. What if love had the power to shape itself to exactly what you needed in the moment? What are your thoughts on that, Will?
5: I absolutely understand exactly what you're talking about because when I this when I um Use my loving actions um and then they let individuals know that their existence matter, that someone cares, and that there is hope yes yes, yes, hope, probably one of
1: the most delicious. Um, ingredients to love. You know, if love is too much, which sometimes it is for people, but they are so far down the rabbit hole, that love is just too much to take in or take on, sometimes hope is the bridge that gets us there. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, Will, you know, given that, you know, I'm coaching live in the moment, is there any question or anything I can support you with, personally or professionally, and we'll just see what comes through me in the moment. And pass is always an option if you're all good for today, (laughs) you know, is there anything I can coach you with?
5: Yeah, I just, uh, um, I want to reach, I want to be able to reach more people and, just share the revelation of that love and I don't even know what it's called or how to package it but um that's one thing I really wanna do is find find out more of uh, what I need to um uh, focus on to be able to help and love more people to give them a hand um, to pull them up, you know, or, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, a helping hand, you know, not necessarily a handout, but uh, a helping hand.
1: Got it, got it. I, I, I got it. I hear you. And so, um, so on that note, listeners, what's coming to my mind in this moment, and unfortunately, I do not recall the name. So I'm going to speak to Ruth right now. So Ruth, there's a YouTube video that I saw yesterday that I want to become part of the show. I'll find it later for you. And 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 folks, you know it it's beautiful. It is going to be the answer to Will's question. You know, without you know just being of the hand that can reach out that someone can feel the hope from. this YouTube video, it's actually a commercial that might have been in the Netherlands and it's on YouTube, but we'll get it up. Um,
4: The links and resources for all the Clear Light Quantum Alchemy podcasts can be found online at clearlight.substack.com
1: To include today's show.
2: Including today's show, yeah.
1: And that's what, that's the point I'm driving at, is it's today's show that I want to link that YouTube video to. And so now I will answer your question, Will, and for everybody. um, Just if you're capable, and we don't know anybody's situation, they could be housebound, just in my world, and this is why this video meant so much to me, it's only three minutes, it heightens my awareness will around what simple acts of kindness can do in the world. And what I mean by that is picking up a candy wrapper that fell out of some senior woman's purse because she was taking a piece of hard candy and missed her purse, putting it in, picking it up and putting it in the trash. Um mm-hmm. It, it, these simple acts of kindness have such a profound effect in our world because not only does it affect you and raise your vibration, raise your frequency, raise the feel-good factor in you, but it gives you purpose and it gives you meaning as you walk through the world aware of where can I be of service today in simple acts of kindness? And that doesn't mean just doing these things when you're out and about. It, may, it means, and I've done this many times in my life, Will, conscious intention, and I'll go to them mall and I will simply look for simple acts of kindness, you know, um, holding the door open on an elevator while a mother with her three kids tried trying to maneuver getting out without leaving one child behind. It's amazing what we can do out there in the world, and especially, um, you know, folks, if you're feeling down or like, oh, life's too much, get out there, move your body, and look for simple acts of kindness. You know, buy someone a cup of coffee and just, Bring it over to them it's you know maybe a, a clerk in a retail retail store. Just put a cup of coffee down with you know cream and sugar on the side so they can have it whatever they want it or they can pass it on. It is amazing what can happen if you can afford a bunch of flowers, walk through them all, randomly hand a retail person a flower. it will change the energy in that store so Will, how, how are you hearing that as a response to your question? Does it mean anything to you?
5: Uh, absolutely, uh, it is it, confirmation that uh, I am on the right road uh, mm-hmm. because a few of those things that I have done, and um, and I'm just you know uh, thankful for that. Um uh, mm-hmm. one of the things that's coming to me is um you know uh, even changing um maybe uh figuring out how to how to share this in a way to help uh people change their work environment, their companies and their view on how they treat each other, their employees, their coworkers, workers supported.
1: Um yeah. yeah. Yes, that's beautiful, Will, because where that brings me now is to where we started in the opening of the show, and that is, um, you know, love being a feeling that comes as a result of the higher thought that you have about a person, place, or situation. For example, I hate my job. Okay, right there, opportunity to find just one little thing that you love in the building, for example. It could be that the wall in the reception area is painted purple, and I love purple. You just stay right there. I love purple. I love going into work and seeing the purple. Lose the I hate my job and just stick with I love that purple wall and watch things change in your world because it's your own vibration. It's your own feeling. You're bringing your thoughts to a higher thought which then will evoke the feeling of love. Beautiful, Will. Beautiful. And I want to encourage you listeners to to tap in a little bit to the pieces that Will just brought forward, and if you need to rewind the recording and listen. And what I heard from this man is the simplicity of what love can be in your life, the simplest piece of what it can be in your life, and it can be just the way you look at another human being. Not, I love you, because you've been a complete stranger, but from the place of, and here's where it gets really important, listeners, I am love. And when you walk around through the world connected to the self-love inside of you, others around you will feel loved by you in just a glance of an eye. Does that make sense, Will?
5: Absolutely. Yeah. Clarity.
1: Yeah. It's so simple. And th- that's the point that I'd really love to um, have you really, really get. So, Going to move on, Will. Thank you so much for being here. Hope to see you again. And, Ruth, let's jump in. I think it's a really appropriate place. Can we jump in with a promo for Unwavering Strength radio show? Can we jump in with a promo for that, Ruth?
0: Join us for Unwavering Strength with Anya Sophia Mann. Listen with us. As we laugh, cry, feel, heal, and be inspired with the heartfelt truth of real-life situations, of courage to confidence, be with us on Unwavering Strength with Anya Sophia Meehan. It's real here.
4: And Unwavering Strength is the second Clear Light Quantum Alchemy podcast every month on clearlight.substack.com.
1: My heart fills up (laughs) every time I hear that one, Ruth. Absolutely. Now I want to jump in with, Ruth, a thought that comes to my mind is a question I never knew that love was. Let's sit there for a moment, listeners. And Ruth, I never knew that love was. Okay? So I'm going to fill in the blanks on that. I never knew that love was. And I'm going to ask you, Ruth, to, to share on this, and I'll jump in just to get it going. I never knew that love was anything that caused me to feel good. For example, uh Chocolate Sunday. Meaning, I never knew that love was a chocolate Sunday. What I mean by that is I'm going the opposite way of what I did with Will. In other words, on a hot summer day, and I ask, I don't know, my nana at the time, can we go for an ice cream? And Nana says, Yes. oh and I'm like, Oh yes, that's great. We go, we get the chocolate ice cream. And I just feel great. And I walk out of the ice cream store with my Nana just feeling great. And as a result of feeling great, I'm just beaming to everybody around. So in other words, and it's tricky the way I'm going to say this, in other words, the chocolate ice cream, the kind act of my Nana saying yes, let's go for a chocolate ice cream, the kind act of that alchemized through the ice cream, into feeling good, which is love. Now, I don't mean ice cream is love. What I mean is it became a good feeling, which I then went out into the world and shared. So in other words, look around your life for the things that cause you to feel good and realize, wow, wow. I never knew that love was that fragrant first cup of coffee in the morning because you just feel really great and you feel really warm around it. And then someone calls you and you're like, good morning there. How are you? I feel great. So can you see what I'm saying here? Ruth, do you want to jump in around? I never knew that love was.
2: I can I can see what you're saying, yes. Yeah, so let me see. I I never knew that love was a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's
1: get specific. What kind of tea?
2: Uh, it could be, let's see, it could be chai, with with ah. uh, which is which is tea with cinnamon, with just a, a little milk and honey. Ah. And nice with honey instead of sugar. Nice with honey.
1: Ah, and then what happens as a result of you either holding the mug and feeling the warmth or sipping it and feeling the warmth? What then happens that becomes love for you towards yourself or out in the world? So what oh, so you wow. never knew that chai cup of tea could be love. How did it become out how, how did it alchemize and become love in your world?
2: Through my nose through the cinnamons and we're back to the cinnamon buns. <laughs> and then right. that, beautiful, that beautiful warm feeling, And mm-hmm. there you are feeling good and there uh, we are with yes. the Yes,
1: yes, yes. And so I think often, myself included in this, especially as a as a child, because I didn't really grow up in an environment like Will mentioned where he learned Love in the home. The love I learned was, um, you know, behave really, really good, and that's what love looks like, you know, when that's not really what love is now for me. Um, so, how interesting to go through the world. <laughs> there I go with tail end of bronchitis, but that's okay. Going through the world looking for, wow what are the things that cause you to feel good, and then how they cause you to then share that somewhere out in the world. Interesting. Um, you know how we mentioned, Ruth, on quantum alchemy. Get out your journals because you're going to be sharing lots of tips, tools, and techniques in your world of everyday life coaching, which I believe each and every one of us is doing some version Of everyday life coaching in the world so there's a there's a couple of tips that we've already shared so far so Ruth anything else in the in the start my memory a bit in the you know the different research papers or you know we did already did the Google the millions that came up on, on I mean that tells you something right there you do a Google search on the number one word Googled which is love and you get in the millions as a result so That gives new meaning right there. So many people, I believe, think, and again, this is what I thought when I was young, that love is something that someone does to you. I love you. They're doing it to you. They're giving it to you. And if you're not getting that, you're bad. Something's wrong with you. That they're giving it to you. I received no messages until later in my life where I could own, oh, my God, I am love. I am love, and I can share that love, not through romantic means or, you know, you're worthy of my love, but just as an everyday practice of sharing that love of my beingness in the world. And as we spoke, through simple kind acts that take almost no time. They take awareness. That's it, Josh. Awareness. So anything else in, in the bits of research was
2: well, I think that you make a very good point there, Anya, that's that's really important to emphasize that so many people are searching for love. I think that's why Google you know, we're all there in Google looking for love. they searching for love outside of themselves. <laughs> not like I wanna I wanna find love. I'm gonna go look in Google, you know? <laughs> So and, and I'm laughing now, but that's, that was so very, very real for, like, what, the first 30, 40 years of my life, you know, because you sure. do think love is outside of you. Love comes from somebody else. And, and I think the majority of people who are Googling love in, 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 um, in Google are looking for relationships. And why are we looking for relationships? Because if we're not in a relationship, then we can't experience love. If it's not coming from another person we can't experience it. So I think and that's a belief. I'm not saying that's that's the case. I'm saying that's yeah. a really strong yeah. belief for for the majority of people, for maybe the majority of our lives. And so I think right, what you've just right. said is such an important and profound point, you know yeah, And it seems such a leap on you. So I'm wondering if you'd be willing to say a bit more about what happened in between to go from, you know, searching, looking for love, to I am love. And like, huh? When did that happen? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. What
1: happened I, in between? Well, I, I, right. Well, many, 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 many things. However, I have a perfect example in the moment. It was other people raising my awareness around them telling me what love isn't, which just rose me up more into what I was feeling. For example, I was an avid reader, loved to read. And I actually, I'm the type of person, folks, especially, you know, in my adolescent early years, and, you know, even to this day, I touch a book, the front cover, the back cover, I touch it, I hold it. Sometimes I close my eyes and I just be with it because I have such a respect and a reverence for what it took to go into that on all levels. And then I open it and I actually run my hand up and down the pages. So, and I'll look at the front cover, the back cover. That's how I choose a book. And then I just hold it. And that's how I choose a book, about the way it feels. And so then when I get it home, this is what I do. I actually turn every single page in the book and I run my hand up and down as if I was reading braille and it's my way of just being (laughs) I'm really out there now folks but here we go it's just my way of being with the book in appreciation for every word it took to create that book and every feeling from the author to the editors and so on and so on to get that book out there into the bookstore, and then I'll go read it. Now imagine this. Every word that I ingest, we're back to the cinnamon muffins again, like it was a cinnamon muffin. Every (laughs) word that I ingest is coming through the feeling state of already loving the book and I haven't even read it. So can you imagine my experience of reading a book? And so then I love it as I read it because it's coming through the window of love. My heart is already open. And with the characters or with the author's story about themselves and now to answer Ruth's question. And so a particular individual said to me once, when I closed the book, the last chapter, the last sentence, and I went, ah, I love this book. And the person said, that's impossible, it's a thing. That's impossible, it's a thing, and you can't love a thing. And my heart sunk, I I mean sunk, because they were more of an adult than I was, meaning older, and so I thought they knew better. And I think, you know, this woman was a professor and all that, and I, it kind of really sunk me for a while because I used to love everything. <laughs> thing. I mean thing, which then the thing became love. And in my world that, that was magic to me. That you know. So it it's situations like that, Ruth, where I began to slowly realize that I I had the power to make something become anything in my magical world. And so things became love. Your um, oh, own can No, wait, wait, wait. Now I can hear all the therapists. Well, she didn't have love at home as a child, so she then took on objects and made them become, become these things. <laughs> when in fact, you know, maybe maybe just my world was w- wired that just white. And I came to realize that we can move love into an object, and then the object changes, alchemizes as a result of that and then bring something back to you. Just think, Ruth, of how many children take their little huggies or lovies or cuddlies, stuffed animals, and they carry them till they're about six or seven years old because they've infused it with love. It's like a you know, like a statue of a religious object. And we infuse love into the statue and then 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 a an energy, because everything in, in life is an energy And then the energy emanates back, and the person who kneels or sits before the statue actually feels something in the presence of the statue. Is it the statue? No. It's the energy, the love, the hope, the dreams, you know, all those things that have been infused into it, like, um, you know, infusing the color red into clear water. It can't not but show or have an effect on the water. It's infused with love, hope, dreams.
2: Am I getting too carried away here, Ruth? What do you hear? Well, what I'm hearing is that you were experiencing your own love. You were sending it out into the objects, and then it was reflected back to you, and that's how you came to know that the the origin, that the place where this love was originally coming from was you in the first place.
1: Right, right. And it reminds me of last week. Go
2: ahead. Well, last week we said we used our uh, imagination to get to a feeling, but we pointed out that the feeling was real, even though you used your imagination mm-hmm. to get to it. So you used the technique to get to the feeling, but the feeling is real. So what what's really important, what I heard you say right at the beginning, is even though you were being very... Um, careful with your book you were putting a lot of care and attention into your book you were really loving that book that was a technique by which you were experiencing your own love and and that love it's the love that was real whether the book was a thing or not the love was still real that's what the adult mm-hmm. missed in, in observing the interaction they did they, they weren't feeling the love like you were and that was real
1: mm-hmm. 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 absolutely and so in that in that resonating within myself that I am love, then that brought me to a higher love, a higher expansion beyond and outside of me, not separate from me that took me out into the world, out into the sky, out into the universe and beyond and beyond and beyond where I connected with, um, you know, What's all love? What's all knowing that's moving through me? Call it God. God is source. Jesus Christ, Buddha. All those names, they are all aspects for me of, and different, you know, aspects, versions, um, dimensions of love, the same love that's moving through all of us that causes a tulip to bloom in the early spring that causes a dog to wag its tail, um, to me, in that world, that's all love. That's all love. That all feels the same to me. Um, You know, here we go. with. I mean, then again, here's my world. I mean, Ruth, you know this. I mean, I'm going out on a limb now, folks. Here it comes. Ruth knows this for a fact. Even I get moved by when the trash people come and pick up the trash you know, I'm just so grateful that they'll come and pick up all the trash that has been collected all week long. I'm just grateful and appreciative that they're coming to pick up the trash. I mean, after a while, your love love just is in everything. It's just in everything Mm -hmm. that you do and feel to the degree it is in any moment. And if for whatever reason, you're off. I'll use my own life in this moment. If you're off, You're going along, one wheel's off the track, ba-boom, ba-boom. If you're off, the way back is find something, any little thing, brush your teeth. Any little thing that causes you to feel good in the moment and then focus on that feeling good. And then from that, you appreciate your toothpaste, you appreciate your toothbrush. It just grows from there. Yeah. So Ruth, let's
2: move that's in
1: with that brilliant um, oh, That's go a ahead. brilliant
2: technique. I was just going to point out that's a brilliant technique that you've just given out there because I, I do You're talking know about you. My teeth like, You're talking
1: about my teeth
2: after I brush them? No. <laughs> not necessarily, but the technique of living in appreciation, starting with something small and then noticing and appreciating everything around you. And that yes. moves, that shifts. I, I know from experience, when I, when I you know you've told me to do that and I've done it, um, it shifts you from your head to your heart. And so the thing yes, that you said absolutely. about self appreciating the trash, somebody who's very in the head can go, oh, for goodness sake, you know, she's out there appreciating the trash. That's a very mental thing. That's just a thought. But if you actually practice what you've just said, practice being from right. appreciation, then you yes. automatically, you're, you're in your heart then. You just feel it yourself. You find yourself appreciating the people who come and collect the trash because it's, it's not a thought. It's a, it's a feeling, and, and that can become a habit. And that reminds me yes, of something absolutely. the Dalai Lama says. The Dalai Lama says, practice being good until it becomes a habit. That's kind of what he means, the same thing as what you've just said. Practice that appreciation, flowing it. And and like you've, I've heard you say about flowing appreciation until it becomes a habit. Right.
1: And then you're really to
2: your heart.
1: And that goes back to Will's question of, you know, what to do, like in the workplace or, you know, it's, excuse me, back to the simplest, kindest act. Being aware of it, looking for it is gonna raise your consciousness as to the power of you to shift an energy in the moment um, you know i go I go to this other situation where this mom, actually grandmother, um was really really, really verbally. Really, from a disconnected place within her own being out in public with a lot of people around was really laying some serious language on that three-year-old. And, you know, everybody's kind of looking out of the corner of their eyes at each other, like, what do we do here? Nobody knew what to do. Nobody was, nobody went into action. You know, like, Speaking to the woman, like, are you aware what you're doing right now? You know, is um, not in the best interest of that child or the children around watching. You know, kind of twisting the arm and really raising her voice, etc. And so, sure, other things. Where, yeah, I remember in that moment, just only focusing on that child and just saying, "I love you. You matter." You're not what's happening to you. I love you in you matter. Because I know thoughts are an energy and Mm -hmm. can can create a field. It's like misting somebody, you know, with love and light. And, um, yeah, so there's room for us, you know, in a loving space everywhere in our world on a simple basis. No doubt about it. So, Ruth, I think I'm going to go here into... um, the Kenneth, the Kenneth, and simply you know i refer to my work often as the conscious journey and the it is the voyage of self-discovery where we're all awakening we're all waking up we're all becoming conscious of who we are as love in the moment and so you know, it's a chapter in a book that I wrote that just came through as a stream of consciousness at four in the morning. And um then, then when I broke it down I realized this is forty four tenet for living a conscious journey. So every week I just randomly Ruth sends me the email, I jump in and I read it. And um it's amazing how most often it applies to what we're talking about on the show. And um, Ruth, maybe just a moment about where people can get the book. It's also been turned into an e book.
4: The 44 Tenets are available on Kindle as the book In the Light of a New Day. And there's a link to that book from the Quantum Alchemy podcast page on clearlight.substack.com. It's a very
2: beautiful e book to have, and Anya suggests that you use it kind of like Oracle, Oracle cards. Is that right, Anya? You can just open it and, and just pick sure. one. Sure. You know, because it's sure. 44, so you could pick any number between 1 and 44 and just pick one, and there will be a message for you in that tenant.
1: Yeah, very interesting how it works. So, it's kind of like we're picking a divination card, or an oracle card for today, and we're just going with the number of the show. Today's show, uh, 21. And so here I go, folks. In the light of a new day, Conscious Jury Journey, Tenet, 24 of 44.
2: 21.
1: Yeah, thank you, Ruth. Thank you, Ruth. <laughs> Sorry. In the, in the light of who we are, we can come to know ourselves, as reliable, trustworthy, intuitive, knowing, individuals that are contributing to something greater that is happening. Whether we know this fact or not, we can feel it from the place of deep connection and palpable inner knowing. When we are not connected to our core, Evidence is, everything looks and feels foreign. We are often fear-driven in this state. When connected, we know that there is no authority outside of ourselves. Nothing and no one can control you. Your mind is free, and you can see beyond delusions. Mm. Very nice. Um, uh, the sentence root that has my attention right now is when connected, we know that there is no authority outside of ourselves. And what is meant by that is when we are connected to the highest of who we are, which we are love, then we are connected to the source of that love that's sourcing through all of us. And in that place, in the human realm, there's no authority outside of ourselves because we're connected to a higher authority. And that's a tricky word, authority. But how, how are you hearing that, Ruth?
2: Well, yes, just just how you said, yes. The word authority, you mean?
1: Yeah, because it's, it's a loaded word, isn't it? But in this context... It really
2: is. It really is, but when you say the highest authority I can relate to it because the it's it's the universe, it's life, the universe and everything, isn't it? It's it's the all of it. The highest yes. authority.
1: Yes, yes. At other times I call it. You'll recognize it by it's the guy with the big capital letter G on his sweatshirt. <laughs> 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 there's your authority, <laughs> depending upon where you are in your own life and that idea of spirituality, religion, you know. Or oh, it could be the guy with the J.C. on his shirt, you know. I mean, this is all ways of referencing it, higher love, higher thought. So here we are. What? What? And, and I think of the show, there was another show that we did um, on what is love or what
2: was it? Bruce? I can't remember it was in which moment. Yeah, say couple again? shows on love when, when it was February uh, because yes. it was near yeah. Valentine's Day. We did two two shows on love. You did, um, let me see if I can remember what they were. We did... Um, Very, very similar. It was. Oh, do we even know what love really is? How can love heal? Right. That was the first one, and the second one was afraid to love again. How broken hearts can heal and love more. Right.
1: Right. There we go again with love. Love heals, and um, and love is space. Love is space. That's another piece. Uh, Love is everything, really. Love is all. Love is all. But in this moment, love is space, the space that you give around a person, place, or situation that doesn't feel like it is love in the moment. Give it some space. Bring some love into that space and watch it change shape, no doubt about it. And so now I think about the quantum journey, Ruth, which is a gift to everyone, folks. Just get right on over to the website. It's a gift to all of you. That is a 15-minute MP3 that's free, and I know many people who are listening to that daily because they send me emails and tell me they're either listening in the morning or at night or both and just is putting them in that space of going to sleep with love in their heart, waking up with love in their heart.
4: The free 15 minutes quantum journey is called Love Heals and you can listen to that on the show page. Just go to clearlight.substack.com and click on the page for this week's show, I want to know what love is, and then scroll down to the links at the bottom and you'll see where you can listen to Love Heals, 15 minute quantum journey by Anya. So perhaps Ruth, um, maybe with number one,
1: we can move into a quantum moment. And basically, folks, what this is, is I just kind of open myself up by becoming very present to the degree I can in the moment through my breathing and my breath, focusing on that, which then brings me into my heart. Then I allow myself to open up into the great blue sky, like expanding my consciousness, which then brings in the collective consciousness of the listeners, and then the words just come. And so we see what's there for today. It's only about two or three minutes. Let's just see what words are there. And then who's they go up on YouTube, right?
2: That's right. That's right. And people can access them from Anya's YouTube channel. And all you need to do to find Anya's YouTube channel is to go to her website, com. So you'll see all the little logos there for the familiar symbols for Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, and you can just click on YouTube and you'll see the quantum moment. Okay, you ready, Anya? Yes, absolutely, Ruth.
1: Okay, here we go. Here we, yeah, here we go, folks. I asked a question. I asked a question of my heart. I want to know what love is. And my heart began to answer. And it answered in thought and pictures. I want to know what love is. Love is a cat purring on your lap. Love is toast that you've put into the toaster, popped up, and you've put some butter and cinnamon. And you're sitting there, enjoying every bite. And the person across from you looks in your eyes and says, I just feel so happy being around you. And that's because you're enjoying the cinnamon toast. I want to know what love is. It's the person in the car beside you at the red light. Turns and smiles. And then there's a moment, the feeling seen by a stranger. walking down the street and passing the wiggling legs of a child inside a stroller with the mother pushing and you stop and you comment on the baby and the baby giggles back at you. I asked my heart for more. I want to know what love is. And my attention went to a young boy holding the hand of an elderly woman walking down the stairs from a hug And he looked up, and I saw love. (sighs) Oh, I still can see the eyes of that child ever so gently holding the hands of that senior woman and his head, he's looking down at her every foot as she takes a gentle, careful step. And then he just looked it and all I saw was the eyes of love. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Mm, that's beautiful, Anya. And just to let the listeners know that piece of music, Dream Culture by Kevin McLeod. And his website is Incompetech.com. dot com, and also to remind people that Anya really does you create these quantum moments totally spontaneously in the moment. You know, she doesn't sit, get up this morning and think, "Okay, I'm going to write today's quantum moment out and say it on the show." It's totally not planned, and that I think that comes from the fact that you live in appreciation, you live from your heart, and and so that kind of beauty can just arise spontaneously
1: mm, mm. and and talk about a feel good state Ruth it, it is it is really a feel good state it's um, yeah a really good feel good state it's like you know walking into um, I don't know a church or a chapel or a cathedral and just feeling you know the hopes the dreams the prayers the desires, the wishes, the wants, the gratitudes, um, the prayers of every individual, the feeling, the energy space of that, you know, collectively all happening in one space. Uh, It's a little bit like that. Mm. So should we take a moment and talk about, um, you know, some discerning pieces, Ruth, around romantic love and maybe what love isn't? Well, excuse me, I can't even say what love isn't. In. in my world, love is everything, because you bring love to everything. Um, but, yeah, we I mean, wow, we're so thrown off, aren't we, through the movies and, um, you know, the, the romance novels and TV shows and, you know, not really knowing what love really is from an early age. We're learning this uh, this um different strain of what i don't know i want to say society is teaching us that love is and it isn't so we
2: we'll say a bit about that that's right the romantic love well it perpetuates this idea that um oh yeah you yes. need the other person in order to have love i remember having yeah. a conversation with it with a guy once you know um about about self-love you know, and about the spiritual path and self-love, and then he laughed and he said, "But you can't hug yourself, can you? You can't give yourself a hug." And um, and I I stopped because I, in that moment I thought, "Oh, actually you can."
3: Mm. But
2: um, it, that's kind of thought I was being like a bit weird. You don't go around hugging yourself. But you don't need to physically do it. But if you if you if you recognise that that feelings in your own heart and it's emanating from you, you don't need the hug. Because you don't need the hug to come from outside of you to give you that, so it's already there. Mm-hmm. 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 That was what you mm-hmm. said, you can't give yourself a hug. And there's, then there's this confusion, you see. When I was doing the research for, for today's show, um, I saw this fantastic uh, title, The Science of Love. Oh, well, that's brilliant. Let's look at that. And of course, it's really about sex, because it's about mm-hmm. the hormones. It's a, it's a BBC article, and that will be up on the website with, with everything else. But we're talking about what they're calling uh, Cupid's chemicals. We're talking about the three stages of falling in love and mm-hmm. uh, the, ho- the hormones that are involved and released in the body at those stages, which it, it's interesting and it's scientific. But to me, it's it's. Totally not love. It's not the love that we've been talking about, that you've spoken about today, so beautifully, Anya. The love that's in the little, the little things in life, the little kindnesses, the look in that child's mm-hmm. eyes. That's that's where we find. Um, well, it's not really where we find love, but it's in seeing that because that, that reminds us of the love that we experience within ourselves. Yes,
1: yeah, and it really does have a different quality. Um, I, th- I think of you know it's, uh, there's aspects of it, Ruth. It, it's romantic love. It's almost like a setup to to be a nobody if you're not in romantic love. Does that make sense?
2: Mm. Yes. And I remember, know. I uh, remember I remember going to to London here in the UK and having a a, a teaching from uh, Geshe uh, Geshe Tashi Sering, who's the who's the the Buddhist monk who's um in in the uh, a Buddhist centre in London he, and he's the head teacher yeah. there. And uh, he had a room full of people. There must have been like two hundred people in this room having these teachings over a course of a weekend. And he said with a little bit mischievous, you know, smile a twinkle in his eye, somebody asked him a question about love and he said, Well of course you know it doesn't exist.
3: <gasps>
2: the whole room went <gasps> And what he meant was that romantic love doesn't exist. That's what doesn't exist. He And he, he gave a, a wonderful description of that is actually attachment. And according to the, the Buddhist philosophy, that is a cause of suffering. Because if you think that you need the other person for, for love, and then the other person walks out the door, they're just taking all your love with them. And that's a right. cause of suffering. Right,
1: right. How so many right.
2: people believe that?
1: Yes, 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 you know, Ruth, um thats a. you know, I do have to say, listeners, Ruth just brought up a very sensitive subject, meaning we could do six more shows on the subject, so keep your mind open, keep your heart open, okay, um because there could be a whole a long more dialogue around it. So what that reminds me a little bit of Ruth actually is when we move into Unwavering Strength Radio and we listen to the story of Silka Mead, um, and what and oh, it's so beautiful. Um and what happens there
4: and you can hear Anya's interview with Silke Need next month in Unwavering Strength on Clearlight Quantum Alchemy podcast number 24 on clearlight.substack.com.
1: It just reminds me of, how do I, how do I say this, the absence of love. Listeners, what I mean by that is, is when you love somebody, let's say a family member, I'm thinking of her uncle in this moment who was a big player in their escape from behind the iron curtain when she was just an adolescent, 13, is, you know, and then when the wall went up and there's, you know, her uncle on the other side and couldn't access him, it it just makes me think of love has no boundary, Ruth.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Love has, there's no wall. There's no wall in any form in your life that can separate you from love because love is a feeling and both people can emanate that feeling, act on the feeling, but more importantly in the case of what you're bringing up is emanate that feeling. And what I mean by what Luke brought up, she used the word attachment. And so there can be a lower level attachment, meaning um, I'm nobody without you you know, if you're not here, then I'm gone. I don't exist because my love lives in you. And if you move out of state and go to college or if you, you know, whatever, you want to move and travel and and I lose my love for you. No. Love lives through and beyond any barrier. In this case, let's call it the Iron Curtain. It lives through and it area and you will hear that by the way in in Silka's story as well as all the other stories that are in the Unwavering Strength book series. And but I want to bring up this point and that is when somebody passes, when they when someone dies or crosses to the other side or goes into the ground, it becomes their whatever your belief system is, point is when someone you love Dies, no longer is there for you in the physical. Ruth, we can often get attached and rightfully so on some level to the touch of their hand or the look in their eye or the stroke of their hair or you know, the pat on their back or, you know, going everywhere in the car and you get attached, very, very attached. And often, listeners, we can lose Sight of the love that lives beyond the attachment of the physical. And what an invitation it is now to heighten your awareness. Right even now in this moment, if, if you can close your eyes, you can access the love on a feeling state, in a feeling Place of any being physical whether it's a pet or a book <laughs> or a human being that you have loved you can access that feeling right now in any moment and heart allow it chill it yes And alongside it may come grief and activate maybe some grieving, brings tears to your eyes, which is the chemicals of emotion that our body knows so brilliantly, how to move emotion so it doesn't get stuck, so the eyes may tear up. But love can be accessed instantly in any moment just by bringing your attention to it. We have lots of physical objects in all walks of life, whether it's the physicality of another human being, Jesus Christ hanging on the cross, blessed mother Mary as a statue, the Buddha as a statue. We have a lot of physical, tangible things that we can touch and see. And when they're gone, know that they're reminders of the love that you feel inside as a result of the love that you are. So what happens, let's just say a pet or a person, when you love that person, it is not because of them that you are in love. It is the love that already existed inside of you that you are that got activated as a result of being with them. And so actually what's happening, when you look into their eyes or you touch their hand, you are falling in love with yourself in the eyes. Of another, Because what we're really doing is reminding each other, like a dog wagging its tail, showing such appreciation and gratitude for you, we're reminding each other we are love. And it's love that connects each and every one of us. It is the substance, the essence of us that runs through everything, the cosmos, the universe, God, goddess, source. We are sorcerers of that, and it runs through all of us as unique individuals. And I remind you of that so that you can tap into your version of that. So thank you, listeners, for listening. I appreciate you. I am loving you. Thank you, Ruth, for being here. Thank you, Will, callers. And be well, be happy, be at peace. It's your life. And be the leader in your own life. We'll see you next time.
4: Now you can also read Anya's unconventional poetry, prose and musings at clearlight.substack.com.
0: Thank you for listening to the Quantum Alchemy Radio Show. Join us again as hosts, guests, and callers create a new, different, and timely show. We invite you to be the shift that wants to happen in the world.